Some people don't understand why you've already busted out the sweaters. They may raise a brow at keeping scarecrows out year-round, but you just go ahead. Let them stare, because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So sip your classic spiced and iced $3 medium pumpkin spice signature latte, or try the bold pumpkin cream cold brew, an ultra-smooth brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also $3 for a medium. All so you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Today on This Week in Pop, we're going to talk about stuff that got canceled. Oh, It's very depressing. But Star Wars making money. Yeah, that's happening. We got Solo. That's a movie that's coming out in the near future. Yeah, actor replacements. Yes, people who were replaced because they're terrible or not alive anymore. <laughs> Jesus, it's got dark. That's today on This Week in Pop. Welcome to This Week in Pop. I'm Tommy West. Maxwell. I keep forgetting that I'm supposed to drop my last name. I'm just Tommy. It's fine. It's, you've always been Tommy West. It should just yeah. stay on. You can't change now. Rolls off You'll be top. mocked more for changing it than leaving it what it is. That's true. Jenna, you didn't say anything. Oh, Jenna's not here. I don't like this. I know. I'm getting a little worried. That's two demerits drugs. on her. Drugs. I know. It's drugs. drugs. Um... You know, it's funny. We were on last week, but apparently we didn't talk anything about TV cancellations. Which this was a might big be the thing. perfect time this to might be talk about time. it. Yeah, um, you so- were searching for this for a long time. <laughs> it better be good. Yes, um, I was doing my prep before we walked in here. This uh, so last week to get you up to speed. Um, last week was the week that it was the TV upfronts, which means nothing to us. <laughs> But what it actually is, is it's when all the TV networks get together. They have big, giant parties. They talk about all the TV shows that they're going to... They're, they're false schedules. Wheeling they're essentially, and dealing. Yeah. Make the money move. It's essentially a big party to show off, here are the things you should pay us to put your ads on in the fall. Because we have the best TV shows. Yes, they do. And no one does. They <laughs> say they do. Except Netflix. But at the same time, it's also kind of a deadline to cut off all the shows that they're not going to renew. It's when there are a lot of cancellations, a lot of renewals. And probably the biggest story that came out of this was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Which the... Tumult- tumultuous? Is that the word? I would say so. It was a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. 30 hours. They were canceled for 30 hours. <laughs> officially. <laughs> So it's really funny because before um, I, I got every I, I was on vacation. I took a little vacation and uh, listened to our podcast because that's what I do on my vacation. Smart. You should do it, too. But um, when I was on vacation, I listened back to some of our old episodes and I actually said I was like, I think AP bio is going to be canceled. I think the Mick is going to be renewed and uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has got to be renewed, too. I'm taking you to Vegas. You, just, you know your things. <laughs> you know your things and I like that. So first Brooklyn Nine Nine, um, it was it's funny because I was like, this is a shoe in for renewal. It's gotta be renewed. Um and I, even looking at where like the ratings were and the things that matter to TV networks, like it it still did pretty well. Yes. But on the business end of things, and this is where a lot of people get confused, they're like, well, a lot of people watch the show. On the business end of things, Fox is sort of trying to clear its schedule because it has a lot of things coming it needs to make way for. It's gonna have the NF uh, Thursday night football yep. next year uh and now we've also learned officially that after the the following year in 2019 they're gonna have smackdown on uh or, or raw what are they gonna one have of the wrestling yeah things. they're gonna have one of the wrestling shows so that's an entire another night of programming there's a lot of so they're trying to make room on their schedule because they have a lot of things happening um 
And so they're trying to get rid of a lot of the dead weight. In reality, they actually cleared out their almost every single live action comedy they had. Crazy. Uh, Which is, yeah, it's insane. But Uh, when I heard that Brooklyn Nine-Nine got canceled, I didn't, it's been a while since I've seen such a reaction from the online people, the masses. They were upset. Yeah. More so than my other favorite show, <laughs> The Last Man on Earth. Like, oh. nobody spoke up when that got canceled. You know, it's funny. I had the same thought when I'm watching all the coverage, because in one swoop, they got rid of um, a few shows, a few comedies, very specifically. They got rid of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Mick, and Last Man on Earth. That was that little all slew, like, time. one time. And and I'm like, wow, every single one of those shows are things that I had on my list of, like, they're going to renew this. This is easy. And when everyone started getting up in arms about Brooklyn nine, nine and being like, someone save it, you know, calling Netflix and, and I'm like, yeah, but what about last man on earth? Nobody talks <laughs> about it. And I love that show. And they yeah. ended on such a cliffhanger yeah. and they're not going to resolve it. And that really bothers yeah. me. Well, it's funny too. Cause I, I kept watching and, and this is sort of what happened. So Brooklyn nine, nine, just to kind of wrap that up, because I think a lot of people know this, but just so we can kind of get through it. Um, the show is actually owned by, NBC, mm-hmm. right? Is there, or is it yes. Warner Brothers? No, NBC. Okay. So, and, and it's because... Uh, Universal. Yeah. And and so the guy who produced it is the same guy who did Parks and Rec, and he did uh, The Office. And it was supposed to be a pilot for NBC originally. And then they said, nah, you know what? We're, we're good. We pass. And then they ended up selling it to Fox. It does seem like an NBC show. It's it's, yeah. it's honestly surprising. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's, it's also really good news for like... Um, um, the, the good place, which I think is going to do better now. It has, a, it has like a good pairing yes. TV series. The now comedy with, is in line with what Brooklyn nine nine is. So it makes yeah. sense for this to be there. Yeah. Cause on, on, on Fox, it really wasn't surrounded by other shows that were like that. And one of the things Fox loves to do is move shows around. Yeah. I know Brooklyn nine nine originally was on Sunday nights at yeah. nine 30 and that worked. And then yeah. they moved it to Tuesdays and <laughs> I, people, they don't really tell people yeah. when that happens. And so you don't know. And, and there's a long hiatus too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of shows doing that these days because they don't know there's a lot of these mid-seasons, partial seasons. Yeah. The Walking Dead model seemed to work for a little bit where like there would be three mini-seasons or two mini-seasons in a year. Yeah. Maybe Breaking Bad even started that. Yeah. But this trend of like these like little eight or ten episode yeah. mini-seasons spread apart as, as opposed to 24 yeah. in the entire year. And I think doing it with, with comedy is, is not a good move no. because cause comedy is like – you're not running back to see how a plot is wrapped up. Like you, you kind of return to a comedy every week because it's fun and there might be a plot in there, but that's not the reason you're coming back with dramas. I sort of get it a little bit more, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's a bad move for comedies in general. Yeah. And last man on earth actually did a pretty good job later in the season, uh, or at least this season of, yeah. of sort of getting a bigger plot. And we finally get a sort of big reveal <laughs> and we're never going to know what happened. Yeah. For a while I, w- I was excited because there was some talk of like, well, maybe they'll shop it to Netflix and, and a few different things. Number one, they said if it, you know, if it did go to a platform like Netflix where it's just like a binge, you know, uh, watching experience, the, the, the writing can be a lot different and it, you can, you know, make a little bit of a shift in that show and tonality wise, it's a show that can kind of benefit for something like that. Great. The problem though, is that number one, it's uh Phil, I always get their names confused. Phil Lord, Chris Miller. Chris, okay. Yeah. I got that wrong. The first time we <laughs> talked about this, I think I called it Chris Miller, Chris, Chris Lord, yeah. Phil Miller, but that's not it. It's Okay. Phil Lord, Chris Miller. I will never get it right. Um, <laughs> the guys who also um, were swapped out as the directors of 
solo. So they had time on their hands to do this. Um, But they're on that show and and Will Forte. But the show is also entering. I think it was this just wrapped the what? Third season or fourth? Yes. Third. And um, so behind the scenes business wise is, you know, that a lot of like, you know, extra salaries get kicked up for the actors on the shows and things like that. I'm sorry. It was the fourth fourth season. season, Yes. I knew I was wrong. It's all right. Um, But if, but yeah, I mean, especially going into a fifth season, a lot of like salaries get kicked up and things like that. So monetarily the show's getting a lot more expensive. So for Fox to even, I mean, again, they were, they were getting rid of everything anyway, but for someone like Netflix or someone to swoop in and try to save it, it's, it's a pretty expensive move. But it also bothered me because I thought maybe there might be a chance, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine took the, such a spotlight on yeah. everyone coming to get the, the prom queen that you forgot about <laughs> little Maggie in the corner yeah. who doesn't have a date. And now yeah. she's going home alone. But uh, so, yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine moves to NBC in the fall, which I didn't actually look at the schedule. I probably should have done that. Uh, I'm actually curious if they're going to pair it next to Good Place. But I wouldn't place. be surprised if they did. Yeah. I mean, it's it's both Mike Schur, It's yeah. They're both sort of the similar sort of themes in this like smart goofball, screwball yeah. comedy. Yeah. It makes sense for them to be together. Um, so I'm hoping that happens. Um, I feel terrible for the Mick. You never watched. You never watched. You it. never watched the Mick, and it's one and of those. Should have. You. You always tell me to. I love Caitlin Olsen. Love. Yeah. All, uh, it's always sunny. Obviously. Yeah. Um. But it's funny now that the the Mick got canceled, but AP Bio yeah. <laughs> got renewed. Uh, I'm not sure what that means for it's always sunny. Well, Caitlin Olsen was on her Instagram, and I found this really funny. And again, it's it's her her way of handling it. She, uh, her, and um, uh. Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. Thank you. Dennis. Dennis. I just wanted to call him Dennis. Uh, They were in makeup. They're filming the new season of Always Sunny right now. Yes. So they were in makeup together and uh, and Caitlin's like, hey, you know, um, uh, I'm here. My show got canceled. And she's like, well, how about you? And he's like, oh, well, it's great. And my show got picked up on NBC. And and like they were just basically making like these very snide comments (laughs) about Fox (laughs) and how Fox is a terrible network that just canceled really great TV shows. And NBC is a place where comedies can flourish (laughs) and um, and just, you know, crapping on the fact that Caitlin's show got canceled and, and Glenn's show got picked up. So, I mean, it, it, the, the part that sucks is it was a really fresh comedy and unfortunately it's not something I can ever see being picked up by like NBC. It's not something I can feel that would ever work anywhere else. It was a very Fox comedy, but um, unfortunately it sounds like Fox comedies aren't a thing anymore. No, but we're also in a beautiful time where at any time mm. a show can be picked up again. Yeah. So I have faith, not for the Mick, yeah. but for last man on earth. Yeah. Can, can get another life. Even if we get, even if we got like a movie and like, you know, the Miller and Phil Lord, whatever, whatever their names are. Phil I, Lord, Chris Miller. I, I have to imagine somewhere that there's a possibility that maybe they'll do like a, like a, you know, like a small like mini movie thing that might end up on like a Netflix or something. You know, a a lot of people, there's another show right now that a lot of people are fighting for. There are literally banners flying across the sky, begging a network to pick it up. Uh, It wasn't from one of the networks. It was actually from sci-fi. Oh, uh, the expanse. Yes. Expanse. (laughs) It's it's pronounced expanse. The expanse. No, not expanse. It's not. Okay. Um, As of right now, it looks like Amazon might pick it up. Okay. Which is weird, but like they're still flying banners saying Netflix, please. This is a show I've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't know it had such a massive following because again, I'm a cord cutter. I don't have sci-fi. Yep. 
which is what it airs on. And the show's been on for a while, four seasons, I think. Yeah. And that, that was, that was surprising to me too. I'm like, I feel like I would have heard some buzz on it, but, but again, for like cord cutters in general, unless it's a show that you can, you can easily find on like Netflix or Hulu, like it's hard to find these things. And that just makes it, you know, if you, and I think that's what makes like something like Brooklyn nine, nine or last man on earth, a lot more accessible and, and a better idea to pick it up for another network is if you're watching and binging Brooklyn nine, nine primarily on digital platforms like Hulu, you don't care what networks it's on. You're just going on and searching for Brooklyn nine, nine and hitting play. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's what makes this whole, you know, flip flopping from network to network a lot better. I think the first show I remember doing that in like recent, not recent history, but like as far back as I can remember was when scrubs did that. Yes. And it went to ABC and that was, you had to like, there was no Hulu at the time where like you really had to actually shift your viewing, which is a, to another network. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. Um, but I think nowadays it's, it's a lot different and it's a lot easier. And so. it's nice. I mean, the X, X, X pants, X pants. <laughs> How do I say it? I think it's expands. The expanse. The expanse is not on Hulu. You can't watch it. Yeah. Though. I don't think you watch many sci-fi shows on Hulu, but I started yeah. Brooklyn nine, nine, not on Fox, but on Hulu. Yeah, same and here. I started out and I loved it because, you know, the first episode was okay. You know, Andy Samberg takes some time to get used to yeah. it. He eases into the role, <laughs> but you see how they progress the show, you know, over the past five or however many seasons it's yeah. been on for the, the jokes that settle in, you know, that's what uh, makes a good sitcom is the in jokes that become secondhand. Yeah nature like you just know it's going to be happening Amy, your sex tape like yeah that like, exactly yeah. the callbacks from season one yeah. like that kind of stuff is what makes a show and if you don't give a show a chance like the mick yeah you don't get the you don't get to see it really flourish and like we were talking yeah. about how ap bio might have the chance to settle in because i i'm not right. a big fan of the first season right but most first seasons of shows aren't that good yeah parks and rec in the office were nothing like what the first season would be of each of those shows were they're yeah. very different if you, if you go back and watch so yeah. i think ap bio i hope it gets better and and that's the thing too. I mean, I mean, yeah, you look at the shows that are these like, you know, the office parks and rec, uh, arrested development. These are shows that needed time to flourish. They needed time to, I mean, arrested development, another Fox show that they just yes. cut short. <laughs> they have a, they have a tendency to do that. Um, but it's really funny. Not a lot of shows get as much runway as like arrested did. I mean, they had a full, what, 22 episode first season. Yep. And then 18 second. And then uh, I want to say 13. Yeah. Third. Um, but what's crazy about that is you think about that and like, you know, Parks and Rec had like what, 12 episodes in the first, For the season? first season? They had six. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I mean. And when you got back in the second season, they retooled and they were like, all right, let's, let's, you know, adjust this a little bit. I'll give NBC a little credit there in saying that a show like AP Bio where we're like, and eh, we want to like this, but we're not loving it right now. Rather than just scrap the whole thing, they'll say, okay, we'll give you a second season, you know, it, it give it some time to, to grow and learn from itself and become something. Uh, side note, though, I'll mention, too, is going back and watching Arrested, there's a lot of shows, The Office and Parks and Rec and even Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where I'll, I'll go back and I'll skip the first couple episodes because they're just not strong and they're just kind of like not what the show became. Yeah. Arrested was arrested out of the gate. From the get-go. Yes. Which is was, still amazing. And that's hard to do for a show. They they knew what yeah. they were ahead of time. I mean, maybe it was a little bit darker in season one, but <laughs> it, they were still, you know, a very yeah. mean family. Yeah. And still my favorite theory of it all is that Michael Bluth is the worst character of them all. Oh, yeah. 
It's not even a theory anymore. That's basically become like what it what it is. And I just I love that. The only thing I noticed that really changed with that show was um just the voiceover of uh Ron Howard. What do you mean? His his tone just changes over the course of the series where it becomes a lot more a little bit more whimsical. In the beginning, it's almost like a narration fact. Yeah. Stage Uh, direction, stage reads. Right. Um a lot of other shows got anything else that you were watching that got canceled before I get it. Take a look at this list here. It's funny. There was one that I, I was reading about and I didn't even know they were bringing it back because I kind of forgot about it was called trial and error. It was sort what of was a, that? it was a mockumentary on NBC about uh, sort of like a making a murderer type thing with John Lithgow <laughs> and uh, Kristen Chenoweth and Jama Mays from, uh, I think she was in, uh, cabin in the woods uh it it was a 12 episode little thing it was a mid-season entry and then i didn't hear about it for a long time and now i am hearing that it's coming back and i'm excited for that because i enjoyed that show yeah called trial and error if you haven't checked it out you should and it it is it's it's coming back i believe it's going to get a mid-season sort of like it'll be back in june uh not june january sorry gotcha um i will mention this too the as of right now the only show that has yet to actually get like an official you've been canceled. You've been renewed out of all the shows is one we talked about here, which is ghosted real on Fox, which is weird that it still hasn't gotten an answer. And I don't know why the only thing I can come up with is in looking at the ratings from the season. So now the official TV season has ended. Yes. Um, it was actually pretty high on the list on the amount of viewers it brought in hmm. on network. Craig Robinson, Adam Scott, yep. Supernatural, Ghost Hunters. Yeah. Ghostbusters with with, you know, two guys from <laughs> Parks from, and Rec in the office. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean that show That didn't strike me as a show that was coming back. No, and the thing is too, I mean, we joked about it here about how I, I think I took a picture and tweeted it also. It's there's still a banner in a window across the street <laughs> at Fox. Like ghosted coming soon. Like ghosted uh, this fall on, on Fox. <laughs> and I'm like, it's kind of funny, like take it out of the window guys. Like it's <laughs> the show was pulled from the, from the, you know, schedule. Um, but yeah, no, officially the show has yet to be renewed or canceled. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know the story behind that. Um, well, that kind of sucks. Like aren't Adam Scott and Craig Robinson kind of held to this show until it gets canceled? Like, can't they not do other things until they get a yes or no? So, and, and I guess this has actually come up too, because um, there's a show being picked up on ABC starring Lauren. I almost said Lauren Conrad. It's not Lauren Conrad. The uh, girl from uh, Walking Dead. Lauren Conrad is from the Hills. I thought so. <laughs> so I was going to say, who am uh, I thinking of? It is a Lauren though. Lauren Cohen. Lauren Cohen. I was close. There's a C. There's a C word. Get anyway. C word. Um, yeah. But uh, so she was like fighting and battling for uh, a higher pay on the walking dead because season to season a lot of these it it depends because season to season sometimes the artist the uh, actors are in contracts sometimes they're not a great example is um there was that really short-lived show on abc that did really well uh oh man can't be short-lived if it didn't do well (laughs) it did it was it became like a cult classic show it was kind of like uh friends but on abc in like the early 2000s um, happy endings happy endings the guy from happy endings was on that show and then filmed the pilot for uh new girl Mm -hmm. who am i thinking of oh uh one of the wayne's brothers yeah yes and and then he was like yeah well they did the pilot and they were like yeah sure uh, happy endings there's no way that show's getting picked up again and then he got picked up and then they were like, well, crap. Now they like took his character off the show 
And then they gave that show one more season and they canceled it. And then he kind of, I guess, came back to New Girl. Went back sometimes. to New Girl around like season four. I think they, they yeah. popped him back in. So um, sometimes they're held to contract like that. Sometimes they're not. It kind of depends. It's there's no like official, you know, um, it, but yeah, I mean, they might be locked into contract with that show and so they, wait, they can't La- do anything. Lauren had a show on ABC that she couldn't do because she was doing Walking Dead. Oh, no. So the story with that is she was fighting with. Uh, the producer of the AMC, yeah, uh, the the makers of The Walking Dead, asking for more money. Her character is they're killing everyone else off. She's fighting for more money. They won't give her more money. Even her co stars are like, give her more money. And she's like, look, if you guys don't give me any mo- more money, I'm just gonna go and do my own thing. Like, you know, I want to do more. And they kept stringing her along without a contract. Finally, she just went and filmed another pilot. It got picked up, and it kind of forced you know AMC's hand of like, well, now you lost me. <laughs> so. Hmm. Uh, I think they they they're letting her film some abbreviated episodes in in the next season of Walking Dead. But essentially it's I mean, because of AMC not paying her, they've essentially made it so that she's probably going to be killed. Hey, you know, what? she's she's leaving a sinking ship. So I'm yeah. happy she's gone. I can't stand that show anymore. So, yeah. But so she's playing like an like a weird it's like one of those procedural shows where it's like her and. uh Oh, I forget the guy's name. You always do. I, Without fail. He's been on a lot of shows, too. <laughs> he's that face. I uh, can't help you. All right. Um, anyway, also another show, uh, CBS. I never watch a show. I'll breeze through these like really quickly. But uh, Scorpion was canceled on CBS. I guess the only thing there is that the show is based on sort of a true story or a real guy. They're but, like hackers, right? Catherine McPhee. Yeah. Um, but I guess the show is also <laughs> the guy who uh, the show is sort of based on is kind of a fraud. So, uh, so there's that. I feel like we should play sad music while you're reading this. <laughs> I will. Re- yeah. Um, Bob's Burgers, of course, was renewed. I'm glad Duh. for that. Ghosted again. It's, it's still on, on the know. bubble. Um, Last Man on Earth was, um, don't bring that canceled. Up. Why are you bringing that up? But they're, we they're, just talked about this. I know, but, but Fox is adding to their schedule Last Man Standing. That doesn't make it any better. That's horrible. <laughs> Um, another show I got to say I was a little upset about. Um, uh, okay, yeah, I was kind of upset about it. it was um, on, on ABC they canceled Designated Survivor. You were upset. <laughs> Here's the thing: there's not a lot of shows I do watch. I did watch it. I will preface that by saying at this point I was sort of just kind of like locked in, where I was like, well, I know the characters gone this show. far, yeah. But um, they sort of moved away from the premise of what the show started out with. And ABC does that a little bit too, I think. I mean, I, I don't watch a lot of these long dramas on ABC, but like getting away with murder, but I guess the first season was about that. And then they're just like, now they're just lawyers having fun. <laughs> so ABC has a tendency to do that where at some point down the road, the title of the show makes no sense. Right. Because it's, it's key for Sutherland. Looking. Yeah. It's essentially, it became a cheap man's West wing okay. at some point. Um, but I was, you know, I, 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 I think the problem with a show like that is they portrayed Keith or Sutherland as a very level headed middle of the ground president. And we're kind of in this weird political world right now where it's very divided and everyone's on one side or the other. And it's not a, it's not a very stable climate. So watching it wasn't like a escape. Mm -hmm. It was more of a, ah, man, I wish, I wish things were, were that level headed in the real world right now. That's fair. I mean, I would have watched it had I known, I just saw it randomly when I'm on a, a, an odyssey trip of IMDb as one does for hours. Uh, Timothy Busfield from West Wing is in designated survivor. 
Oh, which who does he play? He was CJ's love interest in West in West Wing. He was the 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 press guy. Okay, and I love that he is in Designated Survivor. I might watch now that I know he's in it. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know how they ended either because I think the uh, I think the the finale already happened. I just haven't gotten around to oh, it. Good. And that's the other thing too. It, do, if you know a show is canceled and you're a few episodes behind, do you end up? Do you finish it? Yeah, it depends. I mean, it'd be nice if there was some closure with it. I'm sure a lot of these shows don't get closure because they yeah. don't know when they're getting canceled. Yeah. The beauty of Netflix or HBO is usually that they have an end date. They, so they can, it, they can yeah. wrap it. But shows like Designated Survivor or Last Man on Earth don't get such a luxury <laughs> and you're left with a cliffhanger or an ending that yeah. makes no sense. It hurts. It hurts a lot. Yeah. Um, what was the other one I was going to say here? Uh, the Night Shift. Have you ever heard of that show? Nope. It was over on NBC. Bye. <laughs> You're just happy that your other, um, the, um, the, uh, over on, um, CW, um, the originals was canceled. Do we have to even go to CW? No, no, Can we, we skip that yeah. list? The only thing I was going to say about that is I, uh, from my understanding, I think, uh, maybe it wasn't even the originals, but there was a show they were like, it was, or maybe it was, uh, another show on sci-fi that was, um, like one of like the last, the first Marvel shows to sort of get canceled. Oh, Inhumans. Inhumans. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. So I have no idea what, what it's like a game show to me. It's like, you give me like mild (laughs) clues to something and I'm like, Oh, what is this? That should be a spinoff of this show. We should just do that. (laughs) You just name ancillary facts about something that try and name it. We'll do it. We'll do a, uh, we'll do a uh, game show. Like a, like a horrible hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Uh, not network, not, uh, well, it's network, but it's not like a TV show in that sort of sense but daytime television they also just canceled the chew on uh, ABC it might have something to do with Mario Batali being under investigation for uh, for sexual sexual assault and lots of things so unfortunately you have to watch TV shows in the morning that don't involve cooking now go watch the talk the bite but i want to eat price is right is there the bite i feel like that's a show that I'm might sure actually exist there is let's chew the bite i'm sure there is well the way what is it on uh they have the the view and then they have the the talk the talk <laughs> that's, i think that's what it is so glad With i don't watch daytime television like that um jenna no okay uh maxwell <laughs> um how about the movies how are those doing? In the movie biz? Yeah. The beauty of that is they only have one and they don't get canceled. <laughs> they do get replaced though. And that's what's happening this weekend with uh, Solo. The, yeah. The, the, I love this, this word, tumultuous. Tumultuous. That's a word, right? It is. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out this weekend after all this clatter about uh, our boys, Phil Lord, Chris Miller, getting yeah. ousted as director and Ron Howard apparently filming over 75% of the movie again, yeah, which is crazy because you told me the main reason, or at least we, we read that the main yeah. reason the Millers were kicked out is because they kept giving uh, workers overtime. So they yeah. kept overstaying their, their shoots yet. Kathleen Kennedy comes in and says, <laughs> you know, we're not going to do that, but we are going to stay an extra four <laughs> months and reshoot the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't really think that's the real reason. I think that uh, star Wars people have a way of doing things and yeah. the Millers wanted to try something different, but to do that on a 200 million budget movie isn't really going to work out sometimes. Yeah. Variety had a great article that I highly recommend. Um, in fact, I don't know how you listen to this podcast, but I'll, we'll post it somewhere for you guys to see. But, um, yeah, I mean, in the article, there's a few different things. Number one, there's some anonymous sources that worked on the film, you know, that were like, oh, here's basically what happened when, when they were there. Um, inside man, yes. inside info. But, you know, the, the Miller Lord 
guys. Let's say the Millers. But it's, there's only one. Just call them the Millers. The duo. The directing duo. The Mord. The Mord. Um, they like to just kind of let the cast improvise and, yeah, and 21 jump things. street. If you've seen their movies, yeah. if you've seen community, uh, I think they even directed an episode of, uh, arrest development. They, yeah. they like improv. So they were letting the cast do that a lot, but there was making the shoot days run pretty long. And, um, at some point, you know, the way the movie business works is one of their people that work for them. He has to keep going back to, to Kathleen Kennedy saying, Hey, we keep running overtime. Can we have more money, please? And eventually, according to the report is they went back one too many times where they turned, where she turned around and said, that's it. I've had enough of this. Um, and, and they, they canceled it. The problem was, and this is what is so kind of shocking about the whole thing is that they had a whole tone, the way they were shooting the film, everything from the visual style to the coloring to everything. And when Ron Howard came in, he worked with them and decided to change everything. And from the only thing I've heard so far and the, and the reviews are starting to come in and they're kind of, yeah, eh. you know, but, um, the way, uh, Miller and Lord were doing things were very scattered all over the place. And, and the concept that I had heard was that it was based on the fact that it's Han Solo and he's a rebel and he's a recluse and he kind of just does what he wants to do. And they were filming the movie in that sort of style, everything like the way, tone shifts kept happening throughout the film were following his personality where there was a lot less structure because it was based on Han Solo and um, the higher ups just didn't like that. So when they brought Ron Howard in, there was a lot more structure. There was a lot more uh, specificity, specificity, yeah, that thing tumultuous. Um, and I think one of the uh, good examples was um, they had to build a set piece for something that happened and the set that they built for Ron Howard was like a fraction of the size of the set that was built for the original directors because and shot they, the same thing. Right. Because essentially they were just like running around. They wanted to have the room to say, turn the camera this way or do this instead. And whereas Ron Howard was like, no, we're going to go there. We're going to shoot it. This is the line. You say the line and we do this and that's it. That's the benefit of having a director who's been around for so long. And I'm sure has worked on, on shoestring budgets as opposed to these big ones that star Wars gets. Yeah. I'm not sure if he was on a budget, you know, these, yeah. you know, when you, you spend $6 billion to buy a franchise, yeah. there's, there's money to spare. Yeah. Um, and even if this movie doesn't do as well as they want it to do, and it probably won't in terms of how much they spent on marketing and production, it's probably yeah. easily over 400 million. Yeah. I, they'll be okay. Yeah. Cause there'll be 20 more of these, no matter what we do, no yeah. matter if you go or you don't go, we're going to get more. I think, I think the thing that makes me nervous about this is, and this is the last thing I'll leave off on it. Cause we've talked about solo so much. And every time we talk about it, it's about how little interest we have in this thing. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go see it. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing that that's frustrating for me is, you know, okay. When, um, the force awakens came out, we went to go see it because it's a new star Wars story. When the last Jedi came out, you go to see it because you want to see where the story goes. When, um, rogue one came out, you went to go see it because it was an interesting take on the story and the backstory to how the original movie and new hope even set up. I don't know why I want to go see this <laughs> other than it's, it's a Star, Star Wars. Wars. What's the purpose? There like, is none. Right. We know what we know the fate of almost all of these characters. Right. Uh, you're going because it's Star Wars and right. people who love Star Wars will go see anything that has Star Wars on top. This is not called yeah. Solo. It's Star Wars 
Solo, uh, well, Star the, Wars movie or yeah. Star Wars story or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's Star Wars. That's why where people are going. Yeah, but I guess I guess the the thing is, um, it to me at some point, when does it just become like an amusement park ride? Because I know they. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure it's next week. Sure, <laughs> it's already up. <laughs> but you know, I guess what I'm saying is not when it does actually. But I'm saying at one point is a movie just serving as a ride because, at, you know, like the movie like. I think they tease somewhere like they're going to do the Kessel run, like mm-hmm. the whole thing. And it's like, yeah, but do I, do I need to see that? No. Do, I, do I need to actually like see the Kessel run? Like I don't need to see but that. They can now sell that ride. They can sell yeah. young Han Solo action figures. They yeah. can sell the pillows and the, the, the sheets and the costumes. And that's why they're yeah. making this movie. Uh, I'll Merchandise. You, I'll set you up for this, by the way. I don't know if you actually know the answer, but, um, I I saw news that there was going to be a Lando movie, then that was not true, and maybe not, or what's the story there? I'm sure there were discussions about it, but given the popularity of Donald Glover right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they, they did one. Yeah. I mean, especially with the whole idea of him being a pansexual character, which is new for Star Wars, Yeah, and Donald Glover coming on and sort of def- defending that or, or encouraging yeah. that characterization of him because he's right, you're in space. Yeah. Not just men and women. There's a lot yeah. of things out there, and he wants to touch them all. I want to so have sex with the blue he, thing. So he's gonna. <laughs> um, so I, w- I would love to see that. I think yeah. that would be a great thing. I think uh, you can add a little more comedic element to that sort of yeah. thing especially given how talented donald glover is yeah i'd love to see that given i'm not a big star wars fan but i still yeah. would see that i'm waiting to see the boba fett uh standalone that josh trank was supposed to do yeah it's still on a hold right the guy now. who uh yeah. did chronicle and the horrible fantastic four movie but yeah you know one day so much so this weekend like nothing is coming out it's, yeah. it's just clear the road just solo it's called yeah. solo a star wars story well maybe uh i'll set you up for this hey maxwell so yes. like um you know these directors were kicked off the project and, and a new director was brought in i know that something similar kind of happened in rogue one right yeah actually Either- star wars has like a, a, a bad <laughs> tra- track record uh, of of that sort of thing happening any other movies that that's happened with not you know, that we this it's was set up funny in- you say that uh-huh. uh, we have some time to do a couple of examples not a lot of yeah. directors but there were some actors that had some last minute changes which by the way before you move on as i'm cutting you off you. in the middle you of you just doing- set me up you're i know taking it away from me no but i think i mentioned this to you and and i don't think you were aware of it i found out from that variety article but um there was a different bad guy in solo yes it was michael k williams yes who could not come back for the reshoots the four months <laughs> of reshoots so uh paul bettany who actually was with ron howard on a beautiful mind That's with russell Crowe, and jennifer Connolly, has stepped in to fill in for bad guy x so i don't know who he is do you think there's ever a chance in the world that we'll get the different cut of solo down the road. I doubt it because I doubt it was complete. I doubt the version that, that more yeah. did, uh, ever got finished. So you'll never really see that. I Maybe would, a bonus scene in the DVD or when, you know, when they release, we got it the for, Richard Donner cut of, uh, what was it? Superman two. Yeah. But eventually somewhere, I don't know. 20 years down the road, we're going to get a, whatever the new Blu-ray is. <laughs> We're going to get a red tray. Nice. Okay. There are some actors who have been replaced like last minute on some high profile movies. I'll give you two because I know we have to go soon. Yeah. Um, uh, Shrek. Really? His favorite green Wait, I think I know this monster. one. Monster. I know this one. This is my thing. But I want to guess. Right, Game show. Go ahead. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure 
The it, guy who knows no names. Wait, it was uh, Chris Farley. Yes. Yes, I knew that. He was supposed to be the character of Shrek. Uh, unfortunately, this was not sort of a, you know, he wasn't a diva or anything. He yeah. unfortunately passed away during the production of this. And Mike Myers filled in as the role. And it turned out to be a very lucrative thing for yeah. Mike Myers, who has made millions and yeah. millions of dollars. I think four Shreks have been out now. Jeez. I think three in a spinoff. Uh, but he had back-end deals. He had merchandising. He was in charge of this and yeah. it would have been nice I don't know if it's ever been released of how like any of the audio yeah I'm sure yeah. he's done some reads Chris Farley as Shrek and I don't yeah. know if it's ever been released it'd be interesting to see his interpretation of it because yeah. I'm sure it wasn't that Scottish hybrid accent that Mike Myers did that's true I didn't even think about that I'm sure it was a much more manic yeah. Uh, uh, voice for Shrek. Um, but I would have been curious to see what that was. And then uh, second one, before I wrap this very short segment, uh, X-Men. Uh, everyone's lovable Wolverine. Oh, really? Who Jackman was not originally supposed to be uh, uh, Wolverine. Hmm. Uh, it was supposed to be Dugary Scott, everyone's favorite B-Man. Who is in that? movies you don't know. He's probably best known for being in Men in Black 2. Uh, not Men in Black 2, sorry, Mission Impossible 2. He was the bad guy. Oh, was that the John Cho Mission Impossible? Yes. Oh, I didn't worst watch one. that one. I didn't watch He that was one. the worst bad guy Skipped and the it. worst Mission Impossible. He oh. was almost Logan. And then, wow. uh, you know, things didn't work out. And I get it. Me. Also, I- Russell Crowe was in the talks <laughs> for it, but that would never have worked. Yeah, who's the other, who's the guy in Phone Booth? And, uh, Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell. I feel like he... It was. It should have been like in that. Like honestly, of, I think he would have been a pretty good Wolverine. Yeah, but uh, Hugh Jackman should be in wins. Casting. Wins it all. I'll, I'll give Hugh Jackman credit for sticking in there as long as he did. Yeah, I mean, he was virtually unknown at the time. I think he did a lot of theater in yeah. Australia where he was from, and I think his wife sort of convinced him to take the role. Yeah. Um, and I think it's all the better that he did. Can we get like one more? Come on, give me, <sighs> give me something. All right, I'll give you one more only because palate cleanser. American Psycho. Christian Bale was supposed to be, I mean, you could have filled in any actor in this kind of role and it kind of would have been a knockout. I mean, Christian Bale did a good job. Yeah. I don't think it was that hard to do that kind of role. No, but I will say this. I mean, even, even his like way he enunciated and everything was pretty specific. Yeah. And if you've read the books, the like, it's not like that was in there about how he like enunciated and stuff. So I think like the take on the character is pretty unique. And, And also, Add to that, you know, he's not American either. So his American accent and like the over enunciations that he does is all pretty specific to that character. Were there a slew of people or just one person? There were a couple, but the main one who was attached when the budget was a little bigger was Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh man, this is Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, you know, and this is back when he was like, this was like the twenty million dollar payday kind of thing. Where yeah. it's like, you know, A list actors always got the twenty million tag, yeah. and then uh, Psycho's budget didn't get as much as they thought it would. So yeah. Christian Bale, slightly new ish, newer yeah. than DiCaprio at the time, took less money and yeah. catapulted his career. Yeah, that was a great. I mean, that's still one of the like a great performance. I, I just Christian Bale is one of those guys that I'll give him a, you know credit for. Yeah. Yeah, he, he goes all in between the machinists. Um, yeah. There was a great one he did with Werner Herzog called uh, Rescue Dawn, which yeah. didn't get a lot of love. But in terms of him scaling down, he was a stick yeah. in that movie. And actually, Steve Zahn did a good role in that, too, as well. I like Steve Zahn. Which, um, by the way, uh, going back several segments earlier, Steve Zahn's TV the, show. The Crossing. Canceled. Yes. That was canceled. The, uh, Poor the, guy. The, 
next to the border wall, like people from the future coming yeah. in, illegal immigrants, but are they illegal if they're yeah. from the future? Uh, I feel bad. I feel bad because there's definitely a few guys that I want to see succeed, uh, whether it's in movies or TV. And Steve Zahn's one of those guys where it's like, you just want to see Get him land one. in something. I mean, I'm glad that he's he's always getting work, but I mean, he, he yeah. deserves his due. I mean, he was in, he's been in... Between there was one called Safe Men, which if you haven't seen, is a great movie with Paul Giamatti mm. and Sam Rockwell before they were famous. Um, they were that thing you do. Happy Texas oh, is man. a great, great, great movie. You should watch that if you what haven't. That? Uh, dark indie comedy came out like one of the Sundance darlings of the late nineties. Huh. Um, great, great movie. Um, uh, what else is he in? That's great. Oh my god, who's Steve Zahn? Steve Zahn. I don't know. I just gave you a bunch. Go that's, check that's them out. Enough, They're yeah. all good. Love you, Steve Zahn. I, what I liked about it, though, is that you, you're typical, and I like when they cross over like this, is Steve Zahn, you're so used to seeing him in comedies, and then you see him play this kind of serious role, and he did it well. Like I, I mean, I, I didn't I, watch I, it, but I will. I watched the pilot, and it was it was well done. They tried to do that Lost-esque thing where they give you like a really long pilot, mm-hmm. um, and the show was, I mean, the most interesting part about the show was watching Steve Zahn try to be like this small-town sheriff guy who is like which is becoming this very cliche role like every every new like Netflix show or whatever has, has that like small town small cop. town cop um, which before we get out of here too um, next is it next week uh, not before the next episode of this but Arrested Development's coming uh, Kimmy May 29th Schmidt, yes yes the day excuse me the day after Kimmy Schmidt is back which I'm not sure how I feel about it I didn't even know that was happening yeah next week's back it's, it's, they're not promoting that at all they're, I think they're so focused on uh, Arrested that's that. Interesting. Yeah, but it's yeah. coming back on the 30th. So, uh, okay. rested on the 29th. We got some Kimmy things Schmidt to on watch. The 30th. Um, lots of comedies coming about. Maybe Jenna will make an appearance. Maybe. We'll see. Um, and anything else you're looking forward to before we get out of here? No, I mean, it's all about solo right now. So, we're going to go bite the bullet and go see it and tell us what you forward think. forward to that. Well, we have to do it. Forward. It's Star Wars. Is there any palette? They'll concerts? know if we don't see it. It's true. I could, I could probably just like like uh, make it up. I can just be like, oh yeah, I like the scene with Chewie. There it is. And the Kessel Run. You did it. There's literally no movies coming out. This it's Star Wars <laughs> this weekend. You don't have a choice. All right, I'll do it. Sweet. All right. Uh, social media. It's at this week in pop all over the place. Tell your friends. Uh, Tell your wife. Yeah. We'll be back next week. See you. Bye. Bye.